Hi, my name is Maggie. Hi, my name is Kara. The weather we've had throughout 2018 in Worcester has been crazy, don't you think? Yes, I agree. Don't you think that it is due to global warming? I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I definitely think that this unpredictable weather is as a result of how humans have been treating the environment over the past years. Yes, it has been crazy. This definitely has been a result of human interaction with the environment over the years, starting from ancient times. That's such a great point. I find it funny that when looking back at books from antiquity, such as the Iliad, we see how the ancient people viewed the environment. For those who aren't familiar, the Iliad is a story by Homer that explores the fighting between the Trojans and the Greeks, also known as the Achaeans. This took place in Troy. This fight emerged when Paris, a Trojan, kidnapped Helen, who was the wife of Menelaus, a Greek. The gods certainly played a strong role throughout the book and would help certain sides during battles. We see that the characters view the environment with such high praise. They follow signs and believe that the sky and the rivers are sacred and that through these aspects of nature, they can relate to the gods. However, it is apparent that sadly humans in antiquity did not treat the environment with, with as much respect as one would assume. Yes, that is a great point, Maggie. I agree that it is very hypocritical and controversial as to how they would say they praise nature, but are then found abusing it. As you said in the Iliad, they view nature as a way to communicate with the gods and view it as sacred ground, but they are then shown using it selfishly through manners such as entertainment. The book Environmental Problems of the Greeks and Romans by Donald Hughes was published in 2014 and discusses several ways in which ancient people dealt with and controlled the environment. It discusses the positive and negative impacts humans have have been having on the environment since antiquity. For example, in Hughes's book, the ancients are portrayed hostling animals in coliseums in violent forms as a manner of entertainment. Animals were often tamed and taught tricks. Shows were put on, such as cockfights or dogfights, where two animals would fight each other, and in some cases, one would devour the other. This is clearly a tragic sign of the exploitation of animals as well as a waste of life. Exactly, Kara. I even read that animals would play a role in pageants and plays and would afterwards be killed. It does not make sense that animals are being taken advantage of and looked at by a crowd of humans and then would get killed after. Clearly humans thought these animals would never become extinct. I don't necessarily think these humans were trying to be inconsiderate people and use these animals just to kill them. I think that putting on these shows was a norm at the time and something that could be used to show off power. And I think that these ancient people did not see the true harm in what they were doing. I also want to discuss the Iliad in a bit more depth because it really shows a side of the ancient people who praised nature. The gods certainly played a strong role throughout the book and would help certain sides during battles. For example, when the Achaeans see the lightning bolt that they believe to be from Zeus, they decide to stop fighting because they think this part of nature is a sign from God. It really shows how much they respect nature and what an influence it has on them. It's really telling that nothing physically detrimental happened to these soldiers, people who are trained to fight through brutal circumstances. But because they believed the sign to be from Zeus, they immediately seized all movement. But again, in Hughes's book, there are several other ways in which humans abuse the earth. For example, the cause of the North African elephant extinction can be blamed on the Romans. These elephants were not only used in warfare, but also in the ivory trade. The Romans dominated the commerce and animals and animal products throughout the Mediterranean and demanded this elephant skin.
Clearly, the Romans thought that elephants would always be there and that they would never run out of their supply. They also cut down massive amounts of trees in order to build ships, to make room for grazing, and to build their cities. This idea of obtaining power seems to be a trend. Ancient people wanted power and got it through using animals and plants, and at the time, that was all that mattered to them. With this being said, a question that can be brought up is, in fact, did these an these ancients understand that they were harming nature? Were they aware of their destructive manners? And if so, how much were they aware? I do wonder if these ancient people thought about the possible negative effects that they were having on the environment. Lucretius, an ancient Roman writer who wrote The Nature of Things, which a which is a didactic poem that teaches us about the universe and our souls, did discuss some fears he had about his generation. He thought that his ancestors were happier. A fascinating quote from his is as follows. But the same earth who nourishes them now once brought them forth and gave them, to their joy, vineyards and shining harvests, pastures, arbors, and all this now, our very utmost toil can hardly care for. We wear down our strength, whether in oxen or in men. We dull the edges of our plowshares, and in return our fields turn mean and stingy, underfed, and so today the farmer shakes his head, more and more often, sighing that his work, the labor of his hands, has come to, come to naught. When he compares the present to the past, the past was better infinitely so. He clearly did understand the, that the environment has been deteriorating. However, society as a whole may, not, may have not known this, or may have known it and decided that it did not matter. Yes, that's such a good point, Kara. There were definitely negative effects to the environment that the ancients did in fact acknowledge. Hughes mentions that the soil was becoming exhausted because nutrients that the plants would absorb were not replaced, so yields became less and less. In addition, because people in ancient times were cutting down the trees, this led to more runoff, more erosion, and a change in climate. As you said, the awareness of the destruction of nature was a struggle to put forth as we knew that we were inflicting harm on it but moreover, just did not recognize the future damage that it would cause. This was the result of the lack of technology that was provided to the ancients. Also, the idea that the people of antiquity thought the gods were entirely in charge of how nature ran its course allowed for them to distance any blame of the true damage that they were causing. With this being said, we can ask ourselves then, if this is true, why are humans today still harming the earth? La Dr. C is a book written by Pope Francis, published in 2015, where Pope Francis spreads his belief that humans today must take a step back and really look at how they live their lives and how they treat the environment. He explains this idea through both rapification and the throwaway culture concepts. And although we are being encouraged to protect this earth, we choose to do wrong. Pope Francis says, It is crazy that something we know, the Lord, created for us, would go to waste, and ourselves are dust of the earth. This writing, as it is being recent, calls into question not only how ancients treated the world, but also how humans have treated the environment over the course of history until modern times. I would also add that although Pope Francis provides us with ways to change the environment for the better through describing the negatives of rapidification and throwaway culture, why have we yet to see such a drastic change? I would also like to go into more detail about rapidification and the throwaway culture that you mentioned before, Kara, because I think that's such a great point. Pope Francis defined rapidification as, quote, continued acceleration of changes affecting humanity and the planet is coupled today with a more intensified pace of life and work, end quote. 
if we really think about it, everything today in our life is so constant. We have mobile apps that we can place food orders on so we don't have to wait in line. It sometimes seems like my goal every day is to just check tasks off my long to-do list. We are plagued with this short-term sense of thinking and have zero time for reflection. Therefore, we are unable to reflect on the damages that we are doing to our environment because we are simply too preoccupied with our lives right now and sadly too, and sadly, do not care about future generations. I also liked your point about the throwaway culture. Humanity today does not reuse products as much as we should, and we will simply throw away things like paper instead of recycle it. Pope Francis explains that, quote, each year hundreds of millions of tons of waste are generated, much of it non-biodegradable, highly toxic, and radioactive from homes and businesses, from construction and demolition sites, from clinical, electronic, and industrial sources. The earth, our home, is beginning to look more and more like an immense pile of filth, end quote. But the throwaway culture is sadly just what we are accustomed to doing. I applaud Pope Francis and his efforts to try and instill a change within humanity. Those are great points, Maggie, and I completely agree with you. Before we finish, I would also like to bring up one last point regarding change. Pope Francis describes it, stating, moreover, the goals of this rapid and constant change are not necessarily geared to the common good or to the integral and sustainable human development. Change is something desirable, yet it becomes a source of anxiety when it causes harm to the world and the quality of life of much human of humanity, end quote. Through this definition of change, we can understand that we as human des humans desire and want change for the best, but that change is not always good. In this instance, change is more fearful. It is risky in that you are not always going to get a positive long-term result. Even if you get what you want, in the short term. In relation with the environment, when it comes to change, we are unsure if it will be for the best down the road. It is definitely intriguing that humans have been damaging the environment ever since we stepped foot on it. In ancient times, we did not understand exactly what us humans were doing, even though we did recognize some harmful effects that were happening to the environment. I think some people did not want to realize these negative effects that they were causing to the environment and just wanted to continue to think that the gods controlled what was going on with nature. And today, we do realize the harmful and long-term effects harming the environment can have and will have in the future. However, we are so obsessed with the rapid change of getting things handed to us automatically. We are also blind to the harm simply throwing things away has on the ecosystem. This constant desire to never worry about what the future has in store and to only focus on present has and will continue to harm us humans as long as we are lucky to live on this earth unless we start to change our daily lives and treat our world with more respect. And on that note, that's all the time we have for today. Make sure to tune in to next weekend as we discuss the Georgic of Virgil, where we will discuss the tools necessary for the pr productive farming in antiquity.